Hey, what is up? What's going on? Joe, Radio 690 ADV. Thank you for joining me for another podcast on anchor.fm. And if you don't have Anchor on your smart device, get it today. Put it on there so that you can follow the Radio 690 ADV in our motorcycle podcast. And don't forget, if you have any questions or anything like that, or maybe you have a podcast that uh, some information you'd like for me to make a podcast about, don't forget, hit us up on our email, 690ADV at gmail.com. Also, don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 690ADV. Tons of videos, lots of content for everybody all across the board, from new writers to intermediate writers to reviews to gear to all that type of stuff. Also, do not forget about our website, 690ADV.com, and uh, check that out. Make sure that you sign up on there. And uh, also, if you're needing any swag, right there on the front page of our website, man, t-shirts, sweatshirts, all that type of stuff. It so helps the channel out, and we appreciate anything that you buy to help us out because it helps with... uh, video cards. Um, it helps out with SD cards, podcast equipment, all that type of stuff to bring content. And, uh, we really honestly, truly 100% appreciate it all across the board. Thank you so much. Today's podcast. I just got my dual sport or I got my adventure bike (laughs) and what now? I've been watching videos, I've been listening to podcasts, I've been checking stuff out on Facebook. Well, I want to do some of that stuff, but how do I go about it? Because maybe, maybe I'm a new rider, and maybe I've been riding for 20 years, and I own a Harley, but now I just got myself a dual sport or an adventure bike. Well, man, I tell you what, that's what this podcast is about. What do I do now? Well, to be honest with you, there is a lot of directions that you can go. Literally, there's a ton of directions that you can go and a ton of things. And hopefully I can help you out with some of the things to maybe get your mind wrapped around to uh, to get started and get going into this fantastic dual sport world and adventure traveling and that type of stuff if you want to do that stuff. So that being said, let's jump over into advice and things like that and who to listen to and who not to listen to. That's the really the first thing, okay? Just because you can ride on the street, it means absolutely nothing that you can ride into the dirt. That is the first thing that you need to understand. Practice, 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 and start slow. That's it. Start slow. There's no, that's not a right. This is just something to build on and grow and be proficient with it and to get better. Number two, be very, and I cannot stress this enough, be very careful in who you listen to. Okay. If you don't have a lot of motorcycle friends or if you don't have any friends, remember, you can always hit me up at 690ADV at gmail.com and I will give you everything that I can help you with to hopefully put you on the right path. I do not know everything. I do know a lot, but I don't know everything, but I have tons of friends and tons of motorcycle friends that we can get you honest, true advice and get you on the path that you're looking for. Now, what I mean by that is Facebook 
Be very careful with that. Be very careful with YouTube as well. Everybody's an expert. Now, am I calling everybody out that's on there? No, that's not what this is about. What this is about is there are way too many guys out there that know everything. They're going to tell you the best bike. They're going to tell you the best gear. They're going to tell you the best helmet. They're going to tell you the best everything. And at the end of the day, the best thing for you is what you want. (laughs) It's not me to put you on a motorcycle that I think is best for you. It is to basically have you do the research, keyword research, and find what you think you might want. And then I don't mind helping you. I will just give you unbiased information about what it is and let you come up with a decision of what you're going to get. Or everybody will be like, you don't want that bike because it's a piece of garbage. And you don't want that gear because it's a piece of garbage. And you don't want this, but you want this. If you learn anything from this podcast or learn anything from any of my teachings, the guy that runs his mouth the most knows nothing. Be very, very careful about that because all of your great writers, and I know a lot of them, they don't talk. They don't pump themselves up. They don't tell you what's amazing. They'll tell you what they like and why they think it's a great piece of equipment or a great motorcycle, but they're not trying to sell you on it. They are just telling you their honest opinion, but most of the time you have to hunt them down to get the information. You don't make a post on Facebook and then you get 10 guys that tell you you're either right or wrong. Just be very careful about that. So with that being out of the way, let's get on to what do I do now? Well, man, I'll tell you what, what do you not want to do? I think that's really the key. I think, you know, when you get a dual sport motorcycle or a new adventure motorcycle or whatever you picked up, who knows, maybe you picked up a, a, a KTM 690 or maybe you picked up a, a, a DRZ 400 or a DR 650 or a, a Suzuki V-Strom, man, a little 200, maybe a a T-Dub 200. I mean, God, there's so many dual sports and motorcycles that you can get out and travel and adventure on these days. And, well, you know what? What are you going to do with it? Well, I I think the first thing is, is if you're new to riding and all that stuff, I mean, the main purpose to get a dual sport motorcycle all honesty, <laughs> the street riding is really fun and it's really cool, but really most people buy them because they want to get out in the dirt, man. They want to get dirty. They want to get dusty. They want to go see that cool stuff that you can't see on just a normal street bike and you want to get out and do it. Well, I think the first thing to do is get your head wrapped around your new bike or maybe a bike you're thinking about getting and Basically, make sure that, you know, you're totally ready with that motorcycle. And I always say when you buy a motorcycle, make sure that you know that bike inside and out. Okay, know what tires will fit that motorcycle. Know what the motorcycle maintenance is on that motorcycle. Make sure you hit the mark with your maintenance because a motorcycle really, in all honesty, is only as good as the owner that actually has the bike. Know what gear you can put on it. Know what things weigh when you put it on the motorcycle. 
keyword, know how much your bike weighs. Can you actually lift that bike up? Can you, you know, move it around? What canter, uh, you know, degree can you move the bike before it starts feeling too heavy and it's just going to fall over? And what I mean by that is when you're sitting in the saddle or the seat and you've got your feet planted onto the ground, spread your legs out, lean sideways a little bit and start feeling that weight slowly. This is not a speed demon kind of thing, but when you start feeling it, that way you know exactly roughly about how far you can go before the bike gets uncontrollable and it will go down. Now understand that a bike under power, it has no choice. It just by physics wants itself to stand upright. But when you're under slow power, it's nice to know where that that basically that position is. So before the bike gets a little bit heavy, and you start feeling it because you need to understand that when you're under low power, the bike wants to do the exact opposite. It basically, it will want to fall over and you'll need to know what kind of counter reaction you'll need to do to keep that bike from actually dumping or falling over. So that's good practice for the off-road. The other thing is, is it's your house or anything like that. When I mean by knowing the weight of your bike, you're, it doesn't matter how you slice it. It doesn't matter how you want to dice it. It doesn't matter if you want to get the Ginsu knife out. Eventually, that bike's going to hit the ground. It's it's going to hit the ground, okay? If you go off-road, you are going to lay your bike down. You are going to, depending on how you want to define a crash, you are going to dump your bike or crash your bike. What I usually tell people, friends, people that I try to help out and get them into writing is I tell them and say, look, well, what should I do? I said, well, first thing, get on the bike, see how it feels. Does it feel too heavy for you? Is it too tall? Is it too short? Is it too this? Is it too that? How does the bike feel? Well, most of the time they get on a bike, it's like, well, it's a little tall. It's a little this, a little that. Okay. I said, okay, cool. Well, they'll ask me, how much does your motorcycle weigh, Joe? And I'll say, well, this bike right here weighs 330 pounds. Okay. So they will be like, okay, well, that's not too bad. I say, okay, you're right. It's not too bad, especially for me, because I know exactly how much my bike weighs. So what I like to do is I like to take the bike, push it out into the front yard. And a lot of people can do that. Most people have a big enough front yard to do it, unless it's up on a hill or something like that. You might want to find somewhere, you know, nice and soft, like maybe a park or something like that. And what I do is I walk it out and I pull the kickstand up. I lock the handlebars into the locking position, which is either all the way to the right or all the way to the left, depending on if you're going to do right-handed side or left-handed side. And I lay it on the ground. <laughs> They're like, why are you doing that, Joe? And I say, well, the reason I'm doing this is because now I want you to understand what does 330 pounds feel like when you have laid your bike down? Well, what if I don't lay my bike down? You will lay your bike down. Pick it up. And then most times with new riders, they don't know how to pick up a motorcycle. We're going to do some videos on that on our YouTube channel, showing the proper way to pick up a motorcycle, how to turn around motorcycles on roads. Very simple when you have a nice, big, heavy bike, because it doesn't matter if you have a big bike or a little bike. There are very simple ways to turn your bike around. And it's most people will be like, I would have never thought of that in a million years. But you know what? There are simple ways to do it. But back to the weight of the bike. When you have to lift it up off road, you would be amazed at how heavy 330, 
30 pounds is when you're trying to pick it up. And especially if you're trying to pick it up wrong. So a lot of times they'll pick the bike up and they'll strain themselves real, real hard. And you'll hear them grunting and you'll hear them just, just, just gasping, trying to get it up. And then they'll finally get it off the ground. They'll be like, God, that bike's heavy. I'm like, yeah, that's my bike. That's the KTM 690 Enduro. You want a Triumph Tiger 800. Just give you a heads up. That bike is 100 and about 50 pounds heavier than this bike right here with no gear on it. So the question is, what happens if you are off-road and you're riding and you lay that motorcycle down? You better know how to get it up. Now, here's the other thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration and they don't really think of, and it's not right or wrong. When you want to go to these places, because remember, this is, I got my new bike. What do I do now? Well, I always like to say, practice all the things at home that you can or close to home to prepare yourself or train yourself before you actually want to go out and adventure ride and see things. Because most of these amazing places that you see on YouTube and these pictures you see on Facebook, like, oh my God, that epic sunset in the mountains. Well, that epic sunset in the mountains or wherever that photo was taken was done in one thing, altitude. (laughs) If you've never been to the mountains or if you've ever been skiing or anything like that, or maybe just took a car up into the mountains and you're like, man, I'm getting a little lightheaded. I'm getting a lot of these little things. Well, that's real. That actually happens. It's called altitude sickness. And the thing is, is a lot of people can adjust to it a lot better than others. So if you're riding up in altitude, here's where the kicker is, is a, the air is thinner, which means you're getting less oxygen to the body, which in turn basically means that everything you do is twice as hard as you do at sea level or basically at home, unless you already live in the mountains. That makes everything way, 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 way more difficult. So when you are riding, you're working twice as hard to move or maneuver the motorcycle on and off road. Riding on the road is easy. Riding off road is work. Okay. It's actually work. I mean, you have to work that motorcycle because you're in a condition that the motorcycle is way more unstable than it is on asphalt or concrete. So with you working the motorcycle, a little bit more in turn in altitude, whether you're in the desert or if you're in the mountains or in Canyon area, like Utah and Arizona and things like that, you're working harder, which basically means you're being fatigued quicker, which basically means if you lay your bike down at altitude, let's just say my bike at 330 pounds, it's going to feel a whole lot heavier than 330 pounds. If I'm at 8,000 feet in elevation, versus say 800 here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So always keep that in mind, understand where you're going and understand the conditions that you're going to be under and try to prepare for that as best as possible before you go out. So again, practice, 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 and it really honestly will make a huge difference when you go out and you decide to go on a motorcycle trip. Now, you don't have to go to Colorado or Utah. Remember, as I've told you, be very careful on who you listen to, because some guys will tell you that if you don't get out and you don't do extreme enduro, you're not a, you're, you're just not you're not a rider, man. You're not a you're not an adventure rider or you're not this or that. 
man, an adventure ride can be literally going to your local state park and camping for one night. And if that brings happiness and joy into your world, brother or sister, you won. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, you win, man, because at the end of the day, that person or these people that are telling you one thing are not on your motorcycle. They are not riding with you. They are not pulling that throttle. They are not setting up your tent. They are not seeing uh, the outdoors that are coming through your eyes. And that's really what it's all about. It's about you. It's not about them. It's about your happiness. And if you have found happiness in there, you have ding, ding, ding. You have one. And I want people to understand that. And that's why I have the 690 ADV uh, channel and social and all that stuff is because I want people to understand that. And I don't want people to feel afraid or feel embarrassed or anything like that. I want them to understand it's about you. Who cares about everyone else? At the end of the day, who cares? So, you got your bike. What are you doing? Practice. Practice with that bike and understand really the biggest thing that I could ever teach you and I think is the smartest thing is to just know your bike, man, inside and out. Know the oil that you put in it. Know the gas that you put in it. You know, keep track of, you know, your tires and always check your tire pressures, you know, you know, and, and, and all that stuff and do everything you can locally that is close to your house as possible to train and do those little things. It doesn't matter if you go to a parking lot, know that bike inside, know what its capabilities are under your power, your power. Don't worry about anyone else because that person's not going to be riding that bike for you when you go off road or when you're on the road or any of that type of stuff. Just really feel that bike out and, and just, become one with it. That's probably the easiest thing to say. Become one with your motorcycle and know what she likes or he, if you're a girl, maybe it's a guy bike. If you're a guy, usually it's, it's a girl bike or it's a girl name, you know? Um, but that's, that's the thing, you know, know what the bike likes, know how she, you know, know where the revs are, you know, know what RPMs that she likes to sit at, at a constant. So like if you're traveling on the highway or anything like that, you know, know where the low end is on it. So when you are going in the low end, know where that sweet spot is that if you need to give her a little giddy up, she's ready to go. And that's the thing Hear it. Just, just know, I mean, you just got to know what that bike is is in, 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 in where the sweet spots are and all that stuff. Learn how to change your tires, learn how to replace a tube. If you have tube tires, you know, know what to look for on the rims, check your spokes, you know, check your oil periodically motorcycles. I hate to break the news to everybody burn oil. I don't care if it's brand new or not. They burn oil and older bikes burn more oil than newer bikes. Most of the time. But that's what I tell everybody is practice, 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 because you just got this bike and you normally didn't buy an adventure bike or a dual sport bike to just ride it on the road because somewhere in the back of your mind. And if you're a new rider, it's freaky because you feel like, man, I don't know if I can do that or man, I don't think I just know one thing. And I've, I, if you ever watch my videos or if you hear, you know, some of the podcast mindset, it is so amazing 
to test yourself and push yourself in a safe manner because you feel like you conquered the world. Sometimes you're going to get through it and sometimes it's going to happen when you didn't think it was going to happen and you're going to feel like you just conquered the world. And then there's times that you're going to try to do some stuff off-road and you're going to fail and you're going to fail. But when you fail, understand you didn't fail. What you did is you just weren't ready and you remember that situation and you train for it and you practice for it. And you will go back and put it on a bucket list and go back and conquer that. Because sometimes there might be something that you are very feel, you know, fearful and you just have to work towards it to get through to the other side. Because I trust me from experience, I've done some crazy or it seemed crazy at the time. And now it's just every time that we go out for the most part, you know, you see sheer cliffs where there's nothing just but a thousand foot drop on a one lane road that's littered with rocks that the smallest rocks are the size of lemons. You know, they're everywhere from all the Jeeps and the trucks and stuff. And, and you ride on that. Um, when I first started adventure riding off road, I was terrified. I stopped. I didn't know how many times, but then I learned some of the tips and tricks of the trade from other riders that do it all the time and live in that area. It didn't make any sense at the time. And I'm not going to go into it because that's not what this podcast is about. But what it is about is that I, you know, as I was learning and getting to that point, there are times that I got through it. There's times that I failed, but what I did learn is that it's always great to lean on the right people. And sometimes that's easier said than done. But now those things that I do are much easier to do. And I tell you what, the, the, it's like euphoric that comes over you when you conquer something like that. You, I'm serious. You just feel like you've conquered the world. And you know what? Conquering the world on your new bike, maybe you would be a new rider just making it down the street, doing a U-turn and coming back. That may be your fear, but if you can conquer it and you can get to that point, man, it feels so good. I follow a uh, new uh, motorcycle riders on Facebook and I see all these women and I see these guys that are just getting started and they're not even really almost none of them ride dual sport or adventure motorcycles most of them are street bikes but to hear their little stories as they prepare for the motorcycle safety course and all these things and these women getting so excited just by you know getting out of first gear and man that brings a lot of joy to me because it's no different from that that side of the world to uh dual sporting and adventure riding because they may be trying to figure it out and maybe you already have it figured out, but you've never done the dirt and maybe you made it down a five mile dirt road and you just felt very comfortable at 15 miles an hour. It's, it's amazing and it's, it's fantastic. So keep that in mind. Um, mindset is a really, really big thing. And when you can conquer your fears and succeed with that, it's really, really awesome. So what are the things that we look at in, you know, we just got a new dual sport in our adventure bike. Remember, we usually probably bought it for riding off road. Most people don't have a lot of off road experience and you might even have somebody that rides dirt bikes and that's all they've ridden. And now they want to adventure ride. 
Well, here's the deal. Just because you've ridden a dirt bike doesn't necessarily mean it's going to transpire over into a dual sport or adventure bike. It's going to help a ton off-road, make no mistake about it. But you're going to go from a really super light motorcycle to a bike that's way, way, way heavier. So, and that changes the whole aspect of the bike. So no discouragement. I'm not trying to push in the wrong thing. Just always remember, you know, feel it out, understand it, know what the capabilities are of the motorcycle. Do your research on that stuff because research is always king and just practice, practice, practice before you do anything and understand that when you are ready to go and get that adventure and you want to go off road and you want to take that bike, you know, on a thousand mile trip and, you know, and 400 miles of it is dirt and light technical and things like that and canyon roads and stuff like that. Just make sure that you do your best to be prepared for the situation that you're about to put yourself into. Okay. That's all I'm saying is just a prepared person is going to have a much more better and fun time than a guy that's just thrown to the wolves and isn't ready and doesn't understand. And don't ever, I repeat, do not ever feel pushed into doing something that you are 100% not confident or feeling right. Take your time. It's not a race. Do it at your pace. Be safe. And that is what it's really all about. Because those people that are going to sit there and try to give you peer pressure and all these things saying, oh, you're a sissy or you're this and that and let's go and let's do this. If you don't feel comfortable, you don't feel comfortable. We call it the mojo effect. If your mojo's on and you feel uncomfortable and you think you're ready, go get some. But if your mojo's off and you're not feeling it, trust your instincts because your instincts are usually almost always 100% on. Anyway, hey, you know what? I hope this helps somebody or helps many people. And congratulations if you just got yourself a new dual sport or an adventure bike man i hope you find your adventure and remember hit me up 69080b at gmail.com anytime with any questions or anything like that make sure you subscribe to our podcast make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel and make sure you go to our affiliate stores and get some of our swag so you look amazing and cool. And <laughs> not only that, it also helps us out a lot and it helps keep a lot of the stuff going. And uh, we really, really do appreciate it. So get out, find your adventure for what your adventure is and what makes you happy and uh, take care. And we'll see you on the next podcast. I'm Joe, Radio 690 ADV, out. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.